Welcome to the Infinite Lessons of Life podcast show. I am your host, Bonnie Lee Fernandez. Tonight's show, we will be jumping into the subject of dissociation and spiritual bypassing with guest speaker, Tyrus Solomon, also known as Ty Solo. Tyrus is a visual artist, sound therapist, and energy facilitator. He is 23 years old, native to small town Roseland, Louisiana. Tyrus has been awakened since birth with accelerated DNA upgrades in 2012. Tyrus enjoys painting, great music, and nature. A little info on spiritual bypassing and dissociation. Spiritual bypassing means using spiritual practices and or belief to avoid dealing with painful situations in our lives, emotional challenges, developmental tasks, and rationalizing that avoidance with spiritual language. Welcome, Tyrus. It's an honor and great pleasure to have you here on the podcast show this evening. We're about to get into a very serious subject here, and I would like to let our podcast listeners be able to grasp and understand what this truly means and how it may affect those who are on the path of spiritual awakening and unfoldment. So, Tyrus, would you say the opening statement or description given by me is an accurate description of dissociation and spiritual bypassing? Can you expand a little bit on this for us? Yes, I must say that's a very accurate description of what I've experienced and observed with spiritual bypassing and um, disassociating from ourselves. Um, I think it's a a very important subject because there are a lot of um, implications to um, learning and exploring different um, subjects as as far as spirituality goes and there's a lot of um that can be activated when you're searching within for healing and um you know more or higher connect to god or to source or to the most high so for for what i what i've seen mostly in you know, different um, um, things that I have uh, associated with spiritual bypassing is a lot of people tend to take um, this knowledge that they that they delve into um, and and use it to kind of uh, discredit how they feel or or in a sense. Um, cover up or try to avoid facing certain um, emotional ailments um when I first began um exploring different avenues of spirituality and learning about my energy and my chakra system and meridians and all that good stuff um I wanted to rush I kind of wanted to rush my healing process I did I wanted it to be um, uh, almost like a trendy type of activity, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go meditate or, you know, 
I'm about to go find some crystals. But I realized that during that transition of, of, of raising my frequency and working with my energy, I actually had to face a lot of familiar things. I had to ground myself in my body more. I had to to, uh, to get real honest about who I was and what I was here to be, as opposed to what I was learning and what I was taking in spiritual sources. And, um, you know, I just felt real pulled to this topic because um, it's, 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 it's very common and, um, you know, it, it can it can lead you down a certain path if you're not aware that you're bypassing and ignore what's the root cause of why you feel how you feel and why you're going through what you're going through you know so yeah it's like a it's like almost a, a coping mechanism and sometimes it can be a defense mechanism and sometimes it can be unconscious. Sometimes we don't know we're doing it. Um, for me, you know, when I when I first started to realize I was using spirituality to kind of like uh, kind of forget some things. It's like it was like a little little gnat almost. It was like a, a feeling of uh, incomplete an incompleteness, you know. Uh, in, in certain spiritual circles or, or arenas, we're told that you know there's some big thing that's going to happen and everyone's going to ascend, or we're told there's some type of being that's going to appear to us and give us messages. And that's not to say that you know what we see is just it, but it's also to say that what we see is just as important as what we don't see. And if we're not grounded in ourselves, and if we're not grounded in our bodies we can get a little head trippy and we can start disassociating with ourselves and we can become easily manipulated by people who are using spiritual knowledge um, you know as a, as a stepping stone or, or, or putting themselves on a certain uh, pedestal you know through labels or whatever you may have it and the reason why I think spiritual bypassing um, is so so sneaky is because there are, there are actually people who have um Certain, certain levels of responsibility that use spiritual bypassing to, to kind of sidestep their humanness and in that in that case they, they put themselves in a certain position to be seen as as a savior or as a facilitator or someone special and it's not to discredit what people are using or what people are doing in their day to day life but it's also to bring awareness to the fact that you can't just blindly follow anybody without actually dealing with yourself on a, on a very um, practical level per se um, but yeah I just think um, I think I, I learned a lot during my uh, and I'm always growing I'm always transitioning I'm always learning new things but I learned a lot during the times where I was involved with different people who were disseminating spiritual knowledge but they were also human and they were also people who needed to work on their own shit and because I saw them as a certain type of uh, source resource I didn't really notice that 
you know, they were t- they were flawed as well. And, um, you know, we all needed to kind of like ground ourselves in our humanness, in our day-to-day lives and take practical steps in healing and not just using uh, energy and frequency and vibration and Reiki and yoga, crystals and chakras as an excuse not to deal with these real, you know, mundane per se issues. If that's the best word I can I can put this in context with, you can call it like a mundane issue because not everybody's privy, I don't think, to a certain degree to, um, you know, receive certain types of knowledge and certain types of uh, awareness. And um, because of this, we, we still have to be um, very uh, uh, responsible with our day-to-day walk um, and not actually, you know, use our spirituality as a, as a, as a, as a firewall, you know, um, learning about you know different things, and then using that as a as a as as a way to separate ourselves from the because that self can just and and cause us to feel you know a little illusion, disillusion in this in this third dimension. You know, I think um, human connection is is very important. I think relationships with your family is very important, and I think I think uh, you know. Uh, living a, a, a very um, disciplined life makes all the sense instead of um, saying, okay, well, now that I have each color to each um, chakra, now I'm okay. You know, now I don't, have, I don't have to worry about dealing with that, with that, with that trauma that I dealt with when I was younger. I don't have to worry about, you know, calling up my dad who I haven't seen in years and asking ask him how he's doing and actually trying to connect with him those things matter because those things are the foundation of what we are as human beings but because we learn something new in the spiritual world or even in religious worlds or whatever or whatever arena we may find ourselves in people use spiritual bypassing as a way to sidestep certain issues and I think it's important to bring awareness to this because we can help um I think I think we can help a lot of people you know yes this is a very important issue that you know you you made a very valid point in how people bypass you know their issues and try to cover them up or band-aid them um without realizing that the issues lie deeper within them. They're rooted deeper within them. And um, using discernment um, should always be used in everything that you know we do, not just within the spiritual circles, but discernment is one of the most powerful tools we each have within us best yeah. use at our disposal. And, you know, if we don't realize that we have that tool, then we do have the capacity to sort of go astray, like you said, you know, and, and start following others and become blinded metaphorically, you know, by by other people's, you know, cats. And, you know, it looks pretty, you know, it, it's masked, 
to entice you and pull you in um and if if you're not as grounded like you did say and um and strong enough to see through it then you'll easily be swayed into it and you know a lot of people have drowned in, in this type of stuff right a lot of people have uh, I think hit a, hit a roadblock when it comes to accelerating the process through awareness of of certain um, teaching and knowledge and for me my roadblock was hey your 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 parents probably on out here researching you know energy in the universe but your relationship with them is just as important as energy in the universe so are you going to sit in isolation because you've come across this knowledge or are you going to actually put it to hard use and actually ground yourself in your primary relationships are you going to actually ground yourself in those uh, in those feelings of uh, neglect from childhood or those feelings of abuse and traumatic um, um, experiences you know I think uh, for me when I hit that roadblock when I realized that okay you know, I, had, I had all the, the self help books I had all the the, 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 the YouTube videos and all these things but I still had people in my life that I felt uh, 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 a certain pull between us it was like a, you know it's like spirit saying hey you gotta get up off these books and actually go out here and, and, and associate with, with the world and not just sit and isolate I'm a God, you know, I have this knowledge. It, it, it's really not like that me now. Um, in a spiritual or conscious community or wherever, you know, it's a lot of people who, um, ironically, and, 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 you know, it's kind of like an oxymoron. They kind of learn this stuff to connect, but they end up disconnecting because they feel more superior. And, um, know we all have those moments when it's like well let me sit back and kind of see where I'm at and uh how I can approach my day-to-day issues I proclaim to be a Ricky healer or proclaim to be okay or proclaim to be some type of uh magician or whatever you want to call it before you before we label ourselves I think it's important to, to make associated because people are going to need us and to make sure we're not disassociating and bypassing the, the, the very grounding work that we can do yes that is that is absolutely true um, we do need to ground ourselves um, some of us maybe more than others i'm not too sure i'm just throwing that out there um as a side note but um i for myself i've made it a ritual to always ground myself because of you know everything that can and will come at you 
from all directions, you know, maybe one at a time. And at times, all of them will hit you at all angles, you know, so it's really challenging. You know, spiritual bypassing and dissociation, I believe, could be a challenging thing for a lot of people in the metaphysical arena. And, you know, they're, they're just searching. They're looking, you know, to find right. help. You know, right. the underlying message there is is they're in need of great help. But how how do they actually, you know, come to that awareness of finding that help if they're so gullible and they they want to you know swallow up whatever they can find knowledge wise um without you know losing it you know how would they go about something like that 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 question is very good that's a very good question because um i've experienced that uh with someone who was shit i've experienced it uh head on actually and it's like you know they you know after though if you're not careful and you're not actually grounding you know this is going to be a very key word throughout the podcast if you're not grounding yourself and you're more head trippy definitely then, then you can become susceptible to a lot of influences people around you but subtle and as well and with people are, you know inadvertently calling for help but their ego has kind of tricked them into thinking they're they're totally empowered and they're fine and they have all of what they need kind of like a, a a trick question you know for me I you know I tried my best to uh, facilitate a certain level of intervention with um, a certain someone, but because I couldn't get through to them as I was even showing up physically or, you know, calling or texting, I had to allow that person the space they needed to go through the, the purging process of what they felt they needed to go through. You know, I could only see from a certain level of perspective. But now that I look back, I realize that was indeed spiritual bypassing and was in, indeed um, disassociating from, you know, a lot of people, including myself. So, you know, um, I don't, you know, suffering is inevitable, but we all have our different degrees of it. But in this case, you have to allow people the space that they need in order to, to see themselves because in essence that's what their spirit is calling out they're calling out to be seen but in order to be seen you have to first see yourself and if you're using spiritual knowledge to, to not look at yourself then of course it's going to take you on a roller coaster because then that, that becomes an intentional decision you're choosing to ignore what needs to be looked at and that in itself uh, will cause a certain level of your your, your shadow aspects to get uproared and, and call out for help 
it's like there's a part of us that needs grounding and if we don't go down there and look at these things and say hey you gotta get right and you gotta get right and this gotta go and this has to be transmuted instead we say okay well I'm just gonna heal others and I'm just gonna put myself in a position to where I feel superior enough to not need healing myself and that in itself can spend you know cause someone to have uh, certain type of episodes with their minds and how they feel and what they believe and what they're seeing and, and um, you know there's only so much influence that someone else can have on a person who's in that state I think inadvertently and inevitably it causes uh, a certain level of self-reflection and after a while it really helps them a lot you know they become more powerful than they actually perceive without spiritual knowledge that they were gaining they become more cognitive of their actions and their shadow and then after a while it's like okay well I don't have to hide and I don't have to use what I've learned as a separating mechanism from other people you know I can associate and be just as spiritual as I want to be you know yes yes very true very true um, through the years I've come to find uh, how um, I've observed humans functionalities and be it spiritual or otherwise and observing myself as well and during my journeys i find like-minded kindred souls you know just like your path i'd also find out you know their colors or you know their true colors or true motives behind what they were doing or what they seemingly came across as but I'd find out these hidden or shadow aspects of them through their energetic makeup. It was something being revealed to me. And this was with people I really didn't know very well. And they were all across social media. I left um, Facebook a few years ago because of what I was beginning to see energetically. Yes, indeed. opted out any <laughs> spiritual groups that I happened to be in started to become aware of spiritually egotistical individuals Um, they were in a spiritual ego trap and it was so blatant that I didn't want to be a part of something that was actually counterproductive spiritually speaking granted I was okay there's path in growing and that was simply something the individuals needed to come to terms with sort of like it's my way or the highway and I also saw judgment in these groups slowly I withdrew and I'm thinking maybe by my other half's illness at the time had something to do with withdrawing myself completely from these associations and you know I really believe that was a part of it but that is pretty much what moved me out of it as as if spirit or the higher self was saying time to move along there are other you know responsibilities that need to be taken care of you've seen what was shown to you you know what it looks like now you know what it feels like now so digest right what what was shown to you and taught to you at the time i know you your path right. and everyone has different paths i had no ill feelings towards anyone um i refuse to have any ill feelings 
whether it's a church that I'm in, which I was in at one time and it was a Christianity one. You know, I love them all, no matter what, because everyone is speaking right. and searching and everyone is going to be one source in their own special, unique way. You know, and that's something that right. um, I allow. You know, I allow them and I honor that in them um, because we're all different and we're all unique. But yeah, I've, you know, during those times, I've, you know, seen so much dissociation and spiritual bypassing. I had no idea what it was called at the time, but it was. Either. I just really, honestly. It was really. I ugly. just kind of found out a name for it. I finally, I finally found a name for what I was experiencing as well with those type of groups, and I did withdraw. I did, and it was like a, you know, it really dawned on me that most of the time a group think effort, you know, allows people to transshare their ego, their egoic ways without feeling any type of responsibility, and you know. You know, I had to remove myself as well. And, um, you know, as of now, I'm really not involved with any type of uh, circles or whatever. It's just me and my craft and what I'm here to do exactly. right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. It feels so free. It feels so peaceful because I don't have to be constantly looking over my shoulder, you know, um, dealing with people who aren't really... Um, on my frequency in a in a sense well, I, you know to keep it real real layman's you know right not, I don't want to say like they're different or bad or good or, 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 or better or worse than me it's just that I've realized that what that is and how that operates is just not my thing and I and I feel better uh, being more practical in my walk than actually um, thinking that I can you know just get by um, through association and through, you know, uh, the trend sharing of spiritual knowledge with other people. Um, but the way that I came across uh, uh, most of what I was learning was through YouTube and most of the people I was connecting with was through Facebook. And the reason why I'm so uh, present with this topic is because there are people out there who are awakening now as we speak and they're doing the same thing they're looking on YouTube for someone who can help them or they're looking on Google for someone who can give them a certain level of knowledge or awareness and it's like there are people who are actually in positions to disseminate knowledge but they are spiritual bypassing and I don't know if that's too trustworthy for someone who's fresh and who's gullible who's also very susceptible to being persuaded by people who are actually in persuasive positions without actually having um, a certain level of uh, intention that's required you know Um, but you know like for me discernment as you spoke of earlier discernment was a big key in realizing that I was in the wrong area during my awakening and also what you mentioned about our higher self saying hey it's time to move on 
that in itself is profound because I've experienced that type of uh, tap on the shoulder per se and it got me to a space where it was like okay well I have everything I need and I don't really have to uh, extend myself too far out there you know to to, to, to follow my path and, and, and to serve my purpose while I'm here yes I believe too that people or others want a quick fix and rather have someone else do the work for them now this can be dangerous and creates blindness metaphorically on their part hence spiritual bypassing if anything teach others into becoming self-sufficient you know and be the example of authenticity i think um right they really need to start becoming their own selves in in being authentic being truthful within them right i agree and that takes work and that takes that takes honest honesty and it takes uh it takes courage as well and 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 you know, I think about um, even even with religion, it takes courage to 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 stand um, amongst a congregation of people and have a certain level of influence when you're also having real life human problems. You know, as opposed to looking like someone's facilitator or someone who could actually. Uh, give someone a, a ticket to a certain higher level of understanding when we all have our grounding work to do as human beings despite the title we hold and despite the position that we put ourselves in or even the position that we're called to hold I think representing in a version of your the best out I'm I'm you know, for me, I'm in a position of, you know, not really fostering my beliefs, uh, um, not fostering my my other people. I'm in I'm in a, in a space where come to 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 experience people naturally than to put myself, you know, um, on the stage and say, hey, follow me. Um, I've been studying and I know stuff uh, because I don't think um, you know I don't think that's what we're here to do I think we're here to just be ourselves and naturally draw to us what we need whether it be people, places or things and the people who come into our sphere we can serve them more authentically than feeling like we're obligated to serve the world. And I think once we realize that, you know, we can kind of see the blind spots of where we actually have spiritual bypass ourselves. And um, I've been seeing that myself with, with a lot of a lot of different situations. You know, I've been working with um, a client, um, a friend. Uh, sometimes I call her my mother, but she's very religious but she's also very spiritual and because I've done enough work to realize that hey it's, it's, what's the distinction between someone who needs service 
and someone who actually still learning you know are they are they are they not worthy of, of of my presence or something like that you know there's a lot of people in the spiritual communities that use that as an excuse not to serve ironically when they're actually learning these things to become more of a vessel and i think that needs to be looked at as well yeah it, it does need to be looked at and it is um, very concerning you know in the least um but you know i was thinking we all got different paths and our paths wherever we're at now and then and in between um there's a reason a reason that none of us may truly understand or comprehend um but our higher self does and it shows us things during those learning stages and stepping stones that we are taking and adjusting to at the same time um but i see where everyone everyone on their path you know we have to in a way in a sense you know help to guide them um not directly not in a direct sense but i feel like how i've been you know helping to guide others is just by planting seeds and um you know giving them idea and allowing them to either fertilize and water that seed or toss it out it's all up to them and i just look that right and i know right. i did what i needed to do and that was it um cuz my my spirit tells me that's it no more do not involve yourself anymore you do not want to be involved in anyone right. else's path you don't want to mislead them you don't you just give them the message that's all you're doing is send them the message and if they need any more help then maybe you can point them wherever you know help is needed and and they can find any particular help that they need in the areas of their lives but you know i i noticed and that we all learn differently um we all accept and not accept things differently and we all come onto the path at varying times with varying reasons and um things that we need to be validated in ourselves in our lives and you know we got a lot of confusion maybe going on like for me it it began way before anything it began um in the 90s you know it 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 just started in the 90s and with everything you know hitting you and and during that time you know psychics and you know and crystals and and all this readings and card readings and you know all of that they had all of that um, but personally i was going through i know i was going through transitions and transformations within me because i was receiving so many different um gifts and i did not know how to handle them they were too overwhelming 
So for me, I would need to find help um, in how to handle this overwhelmingness. I, I just, you know, I just could not handle it. And it was, it was like an eye opener. It was an awakening for me. Um, it occurred uh, abruptly. And usually those type of things occur to, to people I hear. Um, they occur if something dramatic happens to you in your life. Something, you know, it's you reach a certain pinnacle and bam, you know, you're faced with this really difficult circumstance or situation. And normally, now I understand when I reach certain plateaus or I reach certain pinnacles in my life, a whole crap load of stuff comes my way because that is how it began for me in the beginning. And um, it, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't easy. I, I tried my best to resist everything. I didn't understand everything. I, I didn't know who to turn to. Um, I didn't even know turning inwards. You know, it, it was that intense for me. And so what I would do is I would seek out others that were like me or similar or had similar circumstances that would at least kind of ease what I was going through and help me to somewhat better understand, you know, waking up and, and why is all of this stuff happening to me and, and whatnot. And, like I can't take it anymore <laughs> how do I turn it off and all of that you know I didn't understand everything fully but now I more or less do I more or less see where everything began where it culminated up to now and why things happen the way they happen they did have those uh, you know spiritual bypassing back then too you know, but I wasn't even aware of it. You know, I, I mean, I was so oblivious to a lot of stuff because a lot of stuff was hitting me one time. And I was, you know, so engrossed in trying to figure out how am I going to deal with this? And what is this? And why, why me? Why, why is everything coming on me in such a way that, you know, I didn't even want, you know, I didn't even care for. Uh, my older brother would speak to me about spiritual things, but he would speak to me about psychics, and I'd be like, "Yeah, so what?" You know, and you know, he was so interested in, in them, but you know, I was aware of them at the time. But I, you know, more or less, I was like, "Who cares?" You know, leave me alone. <laughs> you know, I was still growing. You know, still experiencing life in different ways and different forms and as soon as he passed is when everything hit me immediately when he passed it was the very wow. next day you know so it it was a bit getting used to of, of everything so everyone on their paths you know have to find somehow and some way to get through everything and i believe they do their best i think to a certain degree they do their best to to move through it in what they know 
um, we don't know everything. I don't know everything. You know, there's so much more to know. And we gain all the knowledge in the world. But if we don't utilize it properly, then what's what's the use? And furthermore, everyone has the same opportunity for that very same knowledge that spiritually um, people are looking for or gaining. You know, it's it's not... um, it's not for one person. It, it's for everyone, not just one person. Everyone has the capacity and the capability to remember, reawaken to all of that because it's already inside them. You know, it's it's just awakening and beginning to remember and tapping into it and going through your trials or tribulations or experiences you know it's like a game you know like those candy games that you see on on the internet you know you go through this this path and then you eat that candy and that one and then you go to the next level it's similar to that you know but with each candy it's there's gold in there you know, and that gold is for you to actually open and find because that that gold is a part of you already. It, it is just there to remind you and make you remember all that you already are. But yeah, human life is challenging. The spirit life shouldn't be challenging because spirit already knows it knows everything your soul knows everything your soul does not need any lesson any anything it already knows your higher self already knows you come in as a magnificent soul just that we don't remember it and we're coming back to it we're working our way to remembering and reawakening to everything and just relearning um, from a human standpoint of view and trying to balance all of this together. It's, you know, it is truly a balancing act. I agree. It is. And I think um, for me, that was the biggest, biggest task with balancing um, me remembering incarnations and having visions and dreams with waking up and signing applications and paying bills you know those type of uh, balancing acts or type of uh, um, full, fully integrating you know those uh, higher dimensional aspects with everyday life and um and, and actually enjoying your everyday life you know not looking too deep into it or at least trying and just integrating who you are with what you are and and, and another thing I, I've realized is uh I started to confuse you know what spirituality meant with what 
being authentic meant. It was like uh, it's like fusing everything together and um, truly understanding, you know, what it means to, to, to go within myself and look at those normal traumas and look at those emotional blockages and actually listen to what my body is saying, you know, and, and, and following that guidance through my healing process and through what I was learning so that I can be more of myself and I can be more um, embodied as opposed to disassociated. Yes, it is. It truly is a process when you think about it. All of this is a process. Human life is a process. Spiritual life is a process. (laughs) It's a never ending process. We continue to go on and on. And when I think about it, being a never ending process with us on this planet as humans, it's like, geez, we keep coming back for more. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Right. But there has to be a deeper meaning, you know, for us to keep coming back for more. You know, to just keep, yeah. keep doing, keep doing our light work. You know, keep keep spreading our light to the best that we can. Um, as long as you keep yourself balanced and in check with yourself with your spirit, with your higher self and your intuition. For myself, um, ever since uh, the beginning of this year, when, when I, when I, actually right before, the ending of December going into January, it was highly tumultuous for me. Um, another pinnacle for me. Um, but I made it through. I seemingly got myself through. And as soon as, as soon as I would seemingly pull myself through everything, I knew that it wasn't the end of everything for me. I instinctually and intuitively knew that there were more things to come. What I didn't know was how things are going to come and in what way, shape, or form. Um, and, and that's in all aspects, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Uh, but I did my best, uh, humanly best, to do what I could do. And after that, I just let spirit take over. I just, when I could no longer handle anything and trust me that happened a lot for me and when I I knew no longer could handle anything I left everything up to spirit I left everything up to my higher self everything to my intuition and I said okay your turn you take over I know you're a part of me you're you're a higher part of me 
that I may not fully comprehend or fully understand as a human being. I know that I am spiritual, but you know more than I do. And you know what is best for me at all times. I will be guided by you and I will follow you 100%. From then on, I followed it. Any prompts that I've received, anything, any message, I automatically knew that it was my spirit telling me, directing me, giving me signs synchronistically, um, just moving me where I needed to be. Even though humanly, I didn't understand. I wasn't aware of it. I didn't see the bigger right. But my higher self, my spiritual self, already saw the bigger picture than I did. So I would just go with it. I wouldn't resist it because I knew if I would resist it at that point, I would be taking myself backwards in everything that has happened thus far with me and my learning. And, and I don't I don't sit too well in going backwards. You know, and, and to me, I look back, I can look back, but only for a brief moment. Um, I don't, I don't live there anymore. I rented that space at one time for a particular reason, you know, that helped me to grow and I continue to grow, you know, but that was one part of me. That was one part of my life that I needed to experience in order to come through the fire and grow and expand even in more, you know, learning of myself, not really anybody else. Because usually, um, normally for me, everything around me teaches me. Everything around me is my master, teacher, and guide, including yes. nature. Um, people, even if you know you come, bump up against someone that's irate or angry at you, they're my instructors. They're teaching me something about myself, and I listen. I pay attention. It's very challenging. I do know that it's very, very challenging. And through the years, I've had several experiences of that with total strangers. You know that whatever job I was at, all of a sudden they would just burst out and get angry at me for no reason when all I was doing was trying to help them. I would just look at them like a dog and tilt my head like, what? <laughs> What's going on? You know, but, but I would allow them. I would just stand there and just allow them to vent, allow them to, you know, just fire away at me. I just happened to be in the line of fire at that day, but you know, it was an experience and, you know, I didn't know how to react during, you know, during these times and people get like that with me. But my spirit always tells me within, just stand there and, and listen. And so I would just stand there and I would listen without getting emotionally involved. You know, I would internally become neutral with everything and just listen and and see and be aware that they're not really mad at you. There's a deeper 
meaning, a deeper root cause of the anger that they're expressing at you. Um, but, you know, at the time, a lot of people won't, won't really be aware of that because they don't know what's going on. Someone's, you know, pissed off at them for no reason at all. But that's exactly what happened to me. And it happened to me so many times. But the, the one that was very memorable and I'll never forget was this lady when I worked at Sears a long time ago in the carpet department and she literally attacked me when I was helping her. I was just helping her to find carpet for her home and and she attacked me and my manager walked out and you know my manager said what's going on and then the lady just turned on me and was telling my manager that I was this and I was that and I wasn't helpful and I was mean to her and I'm, I'm looking at her like what what's going on this is a bizarre world <laughs> you know but I just stood there I just stood there and my manager looked at me and, and she said what my bonbon no can't be you know and the lady kept going on and on and and you know my heart my heart welled up so big at that time it was so big that i started to cry and i felt so bad for this lady you know i wasn't crying because i was afraid or i was angry or anything i i just had so much love inside my heart for this lady because i just knew that something was wrong and she needed help but i didn't know how to help her because she was just barking at me like an insane dog and I just let her do whatever she needed to do and when when she was talking to my manager and we was I was standing right there and telling my managers all these things and then she turned to me once she turned to me I looked at her and immediately I grabbed her I grabbed her and I hugged her and I never let her go for the longest time. I kept hugging her and I, I told her, I love you. I may not know you, but I understand maybe not that much, but you're going through something. I don't know what it is, you know, but I want you to know that I care and I love you no matter what. I don't know who you are. But I understand, I see, I see the pain in you. I don't know where it's coming from or what. You know, and she immediately broke down. She started crying and she couldn't stop crying. And so we sat down with her and um, she began to tell us what was going on in her life. And her husband, she got a divorce and, and she was going through not only the divorce, but there was a flooding and her entire home got flooded. So she had to redo the entire, I guess, first floor of her two-story house. And, you know, she was going through a lot of stress at, at the time. And I knew something was, was more deeper with her at that time, but I just didn't know what, um, but, like moments like that, you know, my, my spirit knows best what I need to do. And if it prompts me to just listen, just be, just simply be, then that is what I will do. 
because I know there's a higher reason, a higher calling for things of that nature. Although humanly, I wouldn't understand it like how I was, turning my head sideways like a dog and and looking at her like, what's going on? What is this? <laughs> Are you possessed? You know, thinking, you know. You don't know the hand. You know, it's learning those for myself is learning curves um it helps me yeah you know it, I love it. yeah it helps helps me to be able to um help others where it's needed that i may not know or just unaware of um and yeah they're really uh whew, challenging they're, they're super, super challenging. And I look at it like, okay, I'm being tested. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right. All right. Hopefully I'll pass. <laughs> 100%. But too, you know, if you ever come across people like that, you don't need to stand there and take it. No one needs to stand there and take it. You don't need to keep yourself in the line of fire. You know, especially if, especially if you don't know how you're going to react or if you're starting to feel like you're going to react like a bat out of hell or something like that. But you got every right, you know, in a sense. That too. But another thing is, if you don't know the person at this point, you know, it's like, it's very like emotionally vexing to first dilute your response and then second find protocol and then third extend yourself you know that takes a lot of strength um but you're right you don't have to stand in the line of fire um most of the time we're familiar with people we tend to give a little more um and allow a little more but in this case when it's a total total stranger it's just a testament to character and that was a great thing you did and that was great for her to experience that because she was lashing out for that very reason of being depleted of that type of love she never really received that from anybody yeah you know you want to hear and that's what a lot of people you want to hear something funny regarding that story after yeah. after that incident she came every single day just to see me. Every single She wanted to buy me stuff. She wanted to buy me lunch. She wanted, she wanted to buy me anything I wanted. Every day she would do this. Wow. And I looked, you know, I I looked at her and, and I hugged her and I said, bless you. I love you so much. But I told her, you know, you don't have to do this. It's not necessary. Everything is water under the bridge. It's done. It's done. You don't have to come back. You don't have to keep apologizing. It's done. I have no hard feelings for you. None. I never had hard feelings for you when you began that. <laughs> you know? You know, so don't worry. I don't worry. You just you just keep going on your path do whatever it is you need to do but 
if you feel like you want to keep coming here and seeing me, I'm more than happy to see you. I'm more than happy to chat with you and talk to you, shoot the breeze. If you want to go out to lunch with me, I'm fine with that too. But I told her, remember, you don't need to, you know, extend yourself because I appreciate you already. And I appreciated you at that moment, right then and there. So don't worry about anything. It's all under the bridge, you know, it's like all gone already. Oh, good. Done. Done. But, you know, she felt as if, you know, she felt really bad. You know, that's why she kept coming back. And I didn't want her to feel that way. You know, I wanted to take that badness feeling out of her and remove it completely. You know, I, I did my best in hugging her and giving her lots of love and everything, but the rest was up to her. Right. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget that. She taught me a valuable lesson. She was my greatest teacher. Or at least one of them. <laughs> would, would, would you think it so, what has a connection to spiritual bypassing or disassociation? I could have choosing to I I could but I didn't even know what that was at the time (laughs) so (laughs) I really didn't I I had no idea what dissociation and spiritual bypassing was you know, I all I all all that I had in my mind and my thinking and my thoughts was she needs help. That's the only thing I had going running through my entire being was that she needed help and she needed help fast. And I had no idea how I was gonna help her and then and then it happened. Love. Powerful, powerful tool anyone can use on anything and everything. And I've witnessed that right then and there. Had no idea. But I learned a valuable lesson there for myself, not anybody else. But I really felt bad for her. I really, really did. I mean, it's it's like my soul was, you know, reaching out to her and connecting to her heart. My heart was was reaching out to her and just enveloping her and doing my best to help her heal right then and there. And I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> you know? I was just following what, what intuitively or spiritually that I needed to do at that moment. And it was so fast. Everything happened so fast. You you can't. Well, you made a great choice, actually. 
You can't think. Because she wanted to trigger you. You could have been just. I could have. I could have, but I don't really know how to be nasty. (laughs) Except maybe to my other half. No. (laughs) Well, but yeah. I, I prefer not to to walk the nasty path. <laughs> Me too. I don't like I don't like to get out of that out of my character either. Yeah. But you know, it's all in there. Even though we have that option. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't know, it's just I don't have time to be mad. <laughs> But that that's a skill, you know, to compose yourself. Hey, some people are really good at that. Yeah. They do it so well. But then when when you come across those types, you can tell already that there's a deeper issue going on. Right, bingo. You can't. It's always. It has to be because that's not natural. You know, I wouldn't say. I think. I wouldn't say it's natural. Do you think it's tied to the ego too? The anger. Um, her anger, or just anger in general. Anger in general. I mean, it is an emotion. Yeah, I think it's uh, just a little part of us, like an instinctual nature that we have. But it's a very powerful emotion, too. It is, because it's primal. Right. It can create. Can channel it into creativity. You don't have to always lash out, but that takes discipline, and not everybody's that as at the same level of discipline. Because in my situation, I could easily um, <laughs> be in different situations, but because I choose to take uh, my feelings and my energy and channel it into productivity. You know, when I can, or if I feel the need to, then it, it makes more sense for me. Instead of, you know, feeling bitter and resentful and sitting in my in my own muck and not doing anything about it and just projecting it onto other people. I think if people realize that those emotions, those passionate, furious emotions can be transmitted into creativity, then... Um, people could be a lot more productive, but that takes awareness as well. And you know, everyone's on their on their own journey. True. But anger itself is, is I don't think it's a bad emotion. I think it's it's healthy sometimes to get angry. But what you do with your anger is a testament of your character. And I, I feel that's true. That sounds about right, because it makes sense regarding a person's character. I never thought of it that way. Really? Because you, you 
could have caused some damage. Someone just snapped on you out of nowhere at your job. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but instead, you channeled it. You transmuted it. I guess so. That takes character. I, I guess I did. Then she wanted to come buy you lunch and buy you things. Mm-hmm. Right. Because she was feeling bad. Yeah, in those moments, it's like a... I look at it like timelines. Because you could have chose to lose your job. But instead, you activated a timeline of abundance. And she started coming to serve you. So, kudos. <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> It's like two different types of of energies um, just kind of colliding, but yet um, just melding. You know what I think? Mm-hmm. Interesting. This is weird that she just went off on you for no reason. Like, you sure you ain't bumping to her or nothing? No, I was I was right by her side, showing her all the samples that we had, explaining to her, and then uh, asking her if she wanted to have one of my guys come out and check her home and do any measurements. You know the the regular job duties that I was supposed to do in that department. I wasn't I wasn't talking story with her or anything. I was doing my job and then yeah. was like, Wow. You know, and I didn't say nothing when when she, you know, just verbally attacked me and I I I just shut up after that. I I, I figure I don't want to say anything else that would make her even you knew you were being tested. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, so I don't want to. I don't want to see a peep come out of me anymore. You like to make the fire. He's like, oh, yeah. Kind of jump back and kind of snap into it. Yep. So I said, okay, I'll just, I'll just take it full on. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna <laughs> handle this, but I don't know. Just give it to me. And she sure did. <laughs> sure did. And this was up. At least you didn't bypass. Yeah. You could have just been like, well, my aura's deflecting everything you're saying, and I don't hear you. And she could have been like, what? <laughs> she. Uh, no. I, I know she was heavily in the third dimension so none of that would have made sense it would have just added fuel to the fire even more you know yeah i was just being funny <laughs> which probably would have wanted me have been fired you know but i know my manager and my manager was so cool and she's super she's super nice and um she wouldn't have any of that my manager's um, she she was more the type of person that would want to know what happened and you know she just wants to, wants the reasons why things turned out that certain way you know and 
she had both of us there. She had both of our stories right in front of her, you know, face to face. Nothing was hidden. She wasn't on the phone calling in about me and, you know, or going to any corporate office and, and speaking to the higher uppers about me. We were both confronting one another um, through that experience. So she couldn't hide anything and I couldn't hide anything because she knew what I knew and I knew what she knew. And so there's no lying. You, you just couldn't lie about anything right then and there, you know, and I'm sure if she, you know, once she gets on the other side of the veil, she's going to be shown this video of that one more time. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, that was a really memorable experience, learning, learning experience for me. And, and I'm glad I had it. I'm very, very thankful for that because it only kind of sort of told me and, and in a sense set, set up the stage for, for later on and you know in the event that things again would occur such as that you know keep an eye out for that and you know it may not be you having the problem it's probably going to be the other person having that prop having a particular problem but it's not you. It's something that they need from you at that time, you know, in that point in time, if ever you come across people like that or in, in any way, you know, however they decide to um, approach you and accuse you of things and try to persecute you for something you had no clue or did had nothing to do with it you know but they'll do that you know and so I'm glad I forgot about it but you just reminded me to be once someone just went off on me for no reason right and I was just like oh I ain't even replied I just ignored them for months <laughs> that's good too I was just I just drew back <laughs> and I tried to understand it but I mean of course that person had to be dealing with something so I just left them alone and you know I think that's the best that's that's the best thing to do you know some situations you need to just remove yourself completely and I mean nothing's wrong with that you know, sometimes, and maybe a lot of times, you need to do that. And I think maybe a lot should do, do that, you know, remove themselves when they begin to become aware of dissociation and spiritual bypassing as well. But the ground. I had to remove myself when I was realizing 
attention of the people. You know, to make sure I wasn't—I didn't have a blind spot myself. And and I actually had a few that I had to deal with on my own. You know, but now it's—it's it's all great. I'm excited about what else will be shown to me. And you know, now that I'm assured in my walk, that I don't have to really um, rely on groups or leaders or you know people who can you know the next best the next best greatest trend yeah yeah but truly truly I prefer not to Good. follow anyone else except myself because I can come to terms with things in a more spiritually self consciousness way working with the higher self intuition spirit that ultimately never leads you astray, but keeps you upright and steady on your path. You do need to socialize. You do need to have um, social relationships. Um, I'm not discounting that. You right. do need that as part of growing. You know, but don't don't lock yourself in a cave like a monk and you know just separate yourself from everything i mean you don't know how many times i i love to do that separate myself and just keep myself away yeah you know it's it's like your yeah your own time uh it's like creating your own sacred space and keeping that space all to, yeah. to to recharge, rejuvenate, you know, reflect, and everything else, rebuild on whatever, you know. I think I think if a lot more people would create this type of sacred space in any way or shape or form um, that is conducive to them, it would really help them to see you know what's going on out there a little bit more clear they'll have a little bit more clarity when it comes to being misled by dissociation and spiritual bypassing i think that is very important that you do take time out for yourself and you set aside um a sacred space you know my entire my entire garden and my home is is my sacred space once I reach home from work, everything that's human work stays outside, stays outside of my gates. And once I'm inside my sanctuary or my sacred space, I focus on recharging me. I focus on self-care. I, I focus on grounding. I, you know, I focus... I. I try to balance everything back. I bring everything back into balance and alignment and center myself so I can be better able to face what's going to come my way or may not come my way, but I can be at least somewhat prepared in a sense, you know, when when stuff hits me.
But you know, another thing is I take notes from others and I sip it like a glass of wine to get a taste of it. And I spit it out without digesting its entirety and getting drunk or wasted. You know, I don't, I don't digest everything that everybody tells me. You know, I just, okay. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't. I'm laughing because I know exactly what you're saying. What you're saying. Yeah, I don't want to involve myself in, you know, I don't know. I know they got their own path. I know they're doing their own thing. I, I, I know they have things that they're working on or things that need to be worked on. But I don't need to be um, pushed into stuff or forced into things that's not for me. Or fully invested. Right. That's funny. He said sipping like some wine. Then you spit it out. You don't drink it. You spit it out because you're just tasting it. You're just getting a taste of it. No, I've never been wine tasting, but I used to drink wine, but only on special occasions like uh, New Year's Eve. <laughs> and, and I wouldn't even finish a glass. I would just take a couple sips and that was it. That was the, the highlight of my wine drinking, you know. I mean, it, it, you know, I just figured, okay, this is to celebrate. <laughs> Something human that I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I don't drink at all, but I, I sip wine every now and then. Yeah. But I get it. <laughs> I haven't touched it for a long time. Very, very long time. And I don't miss. That's about, I mean, I mean, yeah. Alcoholics, people who drink a lot, that could be bypassing as well. But it's a whole nother subject. It's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm still here but you know I don't also believe like any and everything anyone tells me because it's not my truth either but I honor and allow others truths and beliefs because there's no such thing as one truth or one belief everyone arrives to their own belief systems that happens to work for them the common denominator here is everyone is searching in their own way that which works for them and not necessarily for everybody but on the other side of the coin this is just how i believe this is just how i see things it may not um resonate with anyone else which is fine with me um, they'll come to their own conclusions and I allow that because everyone has very unique and interesting conclusions that we all can learn from. 
not just one. There's so many. So, so many. But you know, yeah. And, and I have a mind of my own and I was born to use it accordingly. But not to think or thrust upon or assign things to others just because I believe something. You don't want to assign beliefs, truths, doctrines, or anything to others. Because in my mind, it takes away from the other person to be able to learn, grow, and flourish where it is needed for them. It's a good um, kind of help guide, you know, to, to look at, but not necessarily... Um, make it anyone else's you know because they're creating their own you know they're coming to their own learning through throughout their lives and I can't you know I, I can't stop anyone from doing that or becoming who they really are I just, right. I just I just love to see other people blossom. I love seeing people bloom. Um, especially those that I've had the um, I've had I've had the advantage of helping and, and assisting. Um, not necessarily doing work for them, but more in planting the seeds and you know letting them tap into their own greater selves and when I see many of them start growing I mean it's I can't I can't put words to it it's so beautiful to watch these people blossom they're blossoming in their own way you know but the blossoming part is so amazing and it's so beautiful because it's like it's like you see a hard-boiled egg and when you crack it and then the light starts coming out of the cracks it's similar to that it's just so rewarding it's it's enriching to me i love that i just totally totally love it you know and you know, a lot of times, you know, like the people that I used to work with, and they would tell me, oh, you helped me so much here and there. And I say, I did nothing. I had pretty much nothing to do with it. You did it. I just showed you what you can do. I just allowed you to open yourself up to the greater parts of you. I'm just a messenger here. So don't put me on any pedestal or don't make me out like I'm some kind of God or something because I'm not. I'm just here to help light the way and that's it. You are gonna take off from there and you are gonna do the same thing for others. 
I'm planting the seeds. You're going to plant seeds too along your path one day. It might not be today, it might not be tomorrow. But you're going to do it too throughout your life, however however way, you know, that that is good for you. You know, and, and, and able to do, you're going to do the same thing. Because that's why right. we're all here. We're exactly. yeah, we're here to help each other. We're here, you know. It's we're not here to um, take everything for ourselves and be greedy and you know hog everything and hoard everything. You know, that's not what it's all about. We're all about helping each other. We're all about you know tapping into ourselves and remembering ourselves and and why we're here you know i know everyone not everyone is awake not everyone you know is on their path yet but that doesn't matter because they are part of the balance of the shift they are balancing um they're balancing the ones that are awake the ones that are in um different varying stages of awakening and then there are ones that are asleep but there are ones that are just waking up from their sleep it's it's a balance it's a total balance that a lot of us don't see as well as that balance but it all balances out because i noticed that a lot of people do look at those that have not quite awakened fully maybe like them but you know everybody's where they need to be they're not gonna jump from one to 20 it's, it doesn't happen that way they need to go unless you want to go into psychosis oh yeah that's absolutely correct <laughs> you're gonna go insane and everything that's scary super scary But with this um, dissociation and spiritual bypassing, um, I think if there is any kind of split within you between the spiritual principle and the actuality of how you feel or act, um, then the order of the day would be authenticity. Yep, I see. Cure all is full acceptance. Yep. And then they, you know, really need to express and allow the emotions and wounds and pain to surface healthfully with love and letting go of art. Yes. Getting to the root of That's what helped me a lot. Of the problems. And you know, I was also thinking that um I really strongly believe that deep integration work and healing must be incorporated to deeply rooted issues in one's core being. I think once they begin that, I don't know, maybe that may, may be the start of some type of energetic therapy that'll be developed by you. You never know.
but too, you know, I think that both sides on the fence have a definitive responsibility and accountability regarding spiritual bypassing and dissociation because we each have free will and can choose. So it really isn't necessarily one person's responsibility. It takes two. Yet if one is more aware and knowledgeable in the field given then that makes that particular individual a bit more responsible. Wouldn't you think so? Yeah, I would say. But you did mention that, you know, there's a balancing act. So, um, I think... I think that's a part of the balance. Yeah, I think the responsibility is a part of the balance. Because if you're more knowledgeable of psychology, you get real mean. You know, you can be more responsive than reactive. Maybe. And that balances out the interaction. Now, if you didn't know much as you knew about psychology, then that could polarize the interaction and you'll probably react to what they're sending you. So I think by knowing um, or by having a cognitive ability that isn't most common, then yes, we have gained a certain level of responsibility. That doesn't mean it's a burden. It just means we can respond um, more efficiently to life. Yes, we can. We can respond more efficiently to to life and to everything else. But you know the funny thing is, do you see? Can you see how everything is actually connected here? The subject we're discussing tonight is vast because it's interconnected to everything else. I really don't. No, if the you collective. Know, I thought about that while you were talking. Yeah. I thought about how it will all culminate once we're in a position to uh, publish it. But, you know, I'm just here in the conversation. And, you know, I feel like as we flow, you know, it's just one big piece, one big living, breathing organism. sure we'll take a lot from both of our um, perspectives yes this this can branch out into so many different areas under that same umbrella under under the subject and topic of the night I think we already did that. (laughs) (laughs) We've done a lot. We did. We 
really did and he answered a lot of questions uh, maybe um, I'm sure there's even more questions that so many people would would be thinking and having and regarding this subject but it's super huge it's a very huge subject kind of bring it to a, a, a um, uh, common point what do you think are some um, solutions to uh, dealing with um, disassociation and spiritual bypassing from a personal standpoint and from a relationship standpoint that's a good question personal standpoint and a relationship standpoint well first of all this would be a shall I say a one-sided view you know because each person will have a view of their own and understanding of it of, of their own um, but personally let's repeat that question like uh, if you were to become aware that you were actually spiritual baptizing how would you go about like um, undoing it and actually integrating oh okay um personally for myself and this is just me only you know it's it's just something that I would do for myself I'm not saying that anyone else should or needs to do it this way right uh, personally for myself I would have the great need to go even deeper within myself to dig as far as I can the farthest reaches of the areas that have not fully been healed that needs you know deep deep healing um for myself you know that's on a personal personal level and nobody else i'm not i'm not stating that anyone else needs to do that but i'm just saying for my sake alone um everyone will do it whatever their own way and whatever it takes for them you know to proceed and help themselves heal but for myself I would really need to really dig deep down in me and dig out things that I may have missed and um, needs uh, major healing work done uh, in order for me to not 
do those things and if I was aware that I was doing those things and I would need to do certain things with all of me, with all of my aspects because I want every single aspect to be in balance. I don't want to focus on just one that leaves the others not balanced. All of me needs to be in balance and alignment. Um, so it, it'll take very deep, deep healing um, on many different levels and literally digging everything out you know, sucking everything that does not belong there or is no longer needed. Um, but hmm, relationship. <laughs> relationship wise, I did. Well, I think I, I, I think I did it. I think I said it maybe. I answered it maybe in a way of relationship with myself, relationship to myself, but in relation to others or, you know, other types of relationships like spouse or friends, um, clients, um, or just a stranger off, off the street. I think that's tied to the first one because you need to do that work. You can't just, I mean, this is just my, my take or, or my feeling because the connection, I mean, there's, there's an etheric connection that we don't see. Um, it's there, but we don't see and we don't realize as human beings and it'll just connect with whoever you know whoever you come across be it a family member or whatever type of relationships that you encounter or, or you have um, it it all comes back to the personal self you know, to you working with within and, and healing like those shadow aspects like you were saying earlier. Um, I'm not sure if that was the answer or, or what you were looking for or I don't know if I understand that question. Well, yeah, everyone, everyone's going to approach it and ha handle it the best 
that they can to the best of their abilities, to the best of what they do know at that time. Yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, they might not know very much, so that is a factor of, of leading them in different ways or off and stuff but yeah everyone you know I'm my thinking or feeling is that everyone will come to their own conclusions and their own ways of reaching the other side reaching the other end as, as best as they can I mean they may not you know get it all out of them but that doesn't make them any worse than anyone else. That doesn't make them any more bad than anyone else. Because they need help too. Everyone needs help. I mean, just just bringing awareness of dissociation and spiritual bypassing is so great. Um, just having this um, awareness, knowledge. I mean, we have a lot of ways to find information these days. You know, it's so easy now. You know, you can look up so many different things, learn so many stuff, and get so much information out there. But too, at the same time, you need to use discernment with that information as well because that can lead you astray too you know it's like every corner you walk you know there's something lurking at the corner waiting for you um that's discernment discernment and grounding like we talked about is major is part of it and should be priority you know grounding and using your discernment in all things, not just spiritual bypassing and dissociation. I think once you begin to incorporate all of that and integrate um, your discernment and and work on yourself, work on your shadow self, um, work on your deep core issues, you don't have to complete them in five minutes. You know, you have time to work on yourself if you have time to go out with your friends or time to just go to the movies or anything else do anything else you have time to work on yourself and I look at it like there's no excuse but that's just me So, was there anything else that we were going to discuss tonight? We discussed a lot, a lot of things. Yeah, we did. We can even do another. We can do another podcast with 
so much material that we've covered today, tonight. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. I truly appreciate that. And I appreciate you so much because you are, um, I'd like to say, a, a bright, bright shining star right now and forever after and always has been because you are one of the front runners in this light work. I know, there we go with labor, labeling again. But you are one of the front runners in the work that we are meant to do on this planet. And I honor you and I appreciate you and I respect you highly. There's so much that I see you doing and becoming. Um, you are a force to reckon with. That's pretty much in a nutshell what I can say about you um, but there's so much more to say about you but I don't want to you know I don't want to be scratching your ear from here <laughs> if I continue on but you already know you know I, I don't really need to tell you you already know who you are and what you're all about and you know that you are divine and magnificent you know that you are a spark of the source creator and you know you are spreading the love you're spreading your energetic light wherever you go everything that you create everything that comes out of you is light and as we come to a close on the Infinite Lessons of Life podcast, leaving you much to marinate in regards to the subject dissociation and spiritual bypassing. I would like to thank our listeners and our guest, Tyrus Solomon, for bringing and sharing awareness. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This evening and for yes. on the Infinite Lessons of Life podcast show. If you would like to contact our guest, Tyrus Solomon, also known as Ty Solo. You can reach him at tysolostudio.com website or Instagram at tysolostudio. And his email is tysolostudio at gmail.com. I am your host, Bonnie Lee Fernandez, broadcasting all the way from the middle of the Pacific Ocean in the Hawaiian Islands. Korea. Until next time, aloha and have a good night. Aloha, Thai. Peace.
Thank you so much. Ah, peace, peace. Thank, thank you. you for next- thank you for listening, everyone. Yes. Thank you.